Blog Talk Radio.
my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L, a speaker of truth L, speaker of truth L, and I am the host of The Foundation on High Frequency Radio Network, where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information. Incorrectly applied can get you hurt. As always, we are looking to correctly apply that correct information. I want to start off by saying all thanks, honors, praises due to the Creator and the ancestors. I also want to say peace, big up, salute to the big brother you spell. High Frequency Radio Network, create, or this is the foundation, but we are high frequency, you know what I mean? So shout out to the big brother, you know, SBC University, University, excuse me, Private Side Solutions, High Frequency Radio Network, man, you know, accolades, accolades, and he's a very humble brother, man, so shout out to the uncle, also want to check in with you, so you can check out welcome to the foundation.com, you know, sign up for the email list, as every single show. Sign up, sign up for the email list. Check out the PDF section. You can find the Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. Check out the education tab. You got the Passport No Social Part 1, Part 2. You got the Trust Primer, Foundation Trust Primer. Over 18 documents handpicked by me. If you're just starting off, who's like, what is Trust What? You want to start there. And then graduate to the Foundation Trust Series, Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. All in DVD format. It's yours. Get sent to you. If you you own it, you know we old school. The digital copy. I mean, it's cool, but you know, holding your hand is something significant. You can book a consultation. You can also make a donation. All at the same spot. Welcome to thefoundation.com. Just how it uh, sounds. I want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training, as well as say peace to all the listeners. Live listeners, live callers, internet listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, anyone listening, investing in private education, as well as Pete, anyone we've done business with in the private, anyone who sent an email, well wishes a current event, or has otherwise added to the foundation. Today's show is the foundation without private trust. Secure party creditor means nothing. And I'm, you know, I'm going to qualify that with regards to, you know, asset protection and, you know, income, you know, tax mitigation. I'm also going to preface with I'm not an attorney, not a lawyer, don't give legal advice. This is not to be construed as legal advice in any way, shape, or form. This is for informational, educational purpose only. Some people find it entertaining, so entertainment purposes too. So that's how we're going to jump in here. But, you know, there is, you know, there is power, let's say that force, in the fact that, you know, you get your, you know, your secure party, you know, creditor status set up. But look, you know, y'all know part of the, the process is getting that foreign EIN, that 9A number. So, you know. 
Without private trust, secured party creditor means nothing. Now, when you're dealing with, you know, them folks trying to grab you, them peoples, trying to snatch you up and throw you in them jams, you know what I'm saying? You got to understand, you know, you got to understand law. You got to understand law, jurisdiction, priority claim, interest, title, and rights in the thing, you know? So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to jump in there and, you know, razzle-dazzle with regards to, you know, how without a private trust, secure party means nothing. We're going to jump into that. But first, let's jump into these current events as we always do. And then we're going to crunch some bunions after that, you know, pancakes and toes, crunch bunions. First, CNN business. <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, it's horrible. Another 803,000 Americans filed for unemployment benefits last week. It's funny how they be like Americans, but not U.S. citizens. But hey, whatever. Claims for unemployment benefits fell across most categories in today's Labor Department report. report still. The job market recovery has stalled while more than 20 million Americans need aid to make ends meet. Another 803,000 Americans filed for first-time unemployment benefits last week on a seasonally adjusted basis. So they, those numbers are adjusted. That was a drop off from the week before, but still nearly four times the claims during the same period in 2019. And yet another sign that the U.S. job recovery has run into serious trouble during normal times. seasonal adjustments help smooth out wobbles in economic data and make it easier to read and compare but during the, the pandemic this trick hasn't worked so well it's a trick it's not working so well without seasonal adjustments initial claims were much higher 869,398 claims last week, albeit still lower than the week before. On top of that, 397,511 workers filed for benefits under the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, which provides aids to groups that aren't usually eligible for jobless benefits, such as the self-employed. That number is not adjusted for seasonal swings added together. 1.3 million Americans filed initial jobless claims last week on an unadjusted basis. 1.3 million Americans filed initial jobless claims. The first initial, the first one, first time since this thing popped off. But don't sleep. Wall Street won't stop betting on the Fed, CNN business. All year, Wall Street has poured money into risky assets thanks to reassurances that the Federal Reserve would keep interest rates at rock bottom levels and protect the economy. Looking ahead, investors don't expect the Fed to reverse course, so they don't plan to either. What's happening? The Federal Reserve's latest policy meeting wraps up or wrapped up today, excuse me, the central bank reaffirmed its commitment to easy monetary policy given the ongoing health crisis and concerns about deep economic scarring without significant support. Investors will be closely watching and paying attention to the markets as the Fed announced its continued asset purchase program. I mean, you know, hey, 
You want y'all want to hear some good news? Some good news? CNN Health U.S. passes one million people vaccinated for coronavirus. Uh oh, nearly year long pandemic has been full of gloomy numbers, but Wednesday today brought in an encouraging one. More than one million people have received their first shot of the vaccine. Oh, are you one of those people? I am not. I will not. And that reported number is low because many doses administered in recent days have yet to be tabulated in the figures from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The agency said, quote, with cases of vid continuing to surge nationwide, the achievement of this number of vaccinations comes at a critical time and will help to protect those on the front lines. Our healthcare providers treating the vid patients, as well as our most vulnerable elder individuals living in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. I, I thought the virus pretty much tore through all the places already, but we need to take care of our our elderly. You know, we definitely do. Moving forward, let's let's keep doing this dance. The Wall Street Journal states square off over taxing remote workers income. Remember I told you states going to start, you know, cannibalizing start taxes. Here they come. A ruling by the Supreme Court would have budget implications for states that have lost billions of dollars in tax revenue during the vid. The rise of remote workers during the vid has led to a showdown in the U.S. Supreme Court over which state gets to tax their income. More than a dozen states submitted legal briefs this week to weigh in on a petition that New Hampshire filed with the court in October to stop Massachusetts from taxing residents working remotely. The petition says Massachusetts doesn't have the right to tax the income of New Hampshire residents who previously commuted to their jobs in Massachusetts but now work from home. Mm, There you go. This case hasn't yet been scheduled for private conference among Supreme Court justices who will decide whether they will grant it a hearing. A ruling would have significant budget implications for states that have lost billions of dollars in tax revenue during the vid and could set a precedent on tax of remote workers that endures past the crisis. U.S. Congress has for years discussed setting clearer rules for interstate taxation disputes excuse me, but hasn't passed any legislation. New Hampshire took its complaint directly to the U.S. Supreme Court, which has original jurisdiction over disputes between two or more states. Jurisdiction, y'all. Jurisdiction. New Jersey, Connecticut, Iowa, and Hawaii submitted a brief Tuesday urging the court to take up New Hampshire's petition. On Monday, Ohio, Texas, and eight other states with Republican attorneys general also weighed in on behalf of New Hampshire. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so so what does that mean? If you're if you used to, you know, commute to a different state and you know on the east coast the states are almost like cities in some places, like, you know, you cross the street in a different state. But if you commute to a different state and now you're working remotely, you know, should that state that you used to commute to be allowed to continue to tax 
your income. And this is, you know, this is one of them things with, you know, with regards to being an employee, because you, you have less control. And, you know, when you're dealing with state taxation, that's only, that's really individual and, you know, some, some sort of corporate, corporate dance that you're doing. Anyways, let's move forward. What we got? Reuters. Defying Congress, Trump vetoes defense bill and threatens government shutdown. Oh, my God. U.S. Trump. U.S. Trump. U.S. President Donald Trump vetoed a bipartisan defense bill today and raised the prospect that the United States could face a government shutdown during a pandemic, stirring new turmoil in Washington as he headed to Florida for Christmas. Angry at his fellow Republicans in Congress, Trump sought to refashion two complex pieces of legislation that passed Congress by wide bipartisan margins. After months of negotiation, Trump followed through on a threat to veto the defense bill and demanded dramatic changes to the $2.3 trillion package that funds the federal government and provides nearly $900 billion in aid from the vid. If Trump blocks the spending package, large parts of the U.S. government will start to shut down next week for lack of funds at a time when officials are distributing two vaccines and working to respond to a massive hacking attack. And we'll talk about that in a second. With less than a month left in office, Trump is angry as some Republicans have acknowledged his loss to Democratic vice presidential candidate, whatever they call it, (laughs) Joe Biden. Biden will be sworn in on January 20th. Uh, (laughs) I look forward to overriding the president's fruitless and ridiculous attempt to undermine our national security, end quote. This is Democratic Senator Mark Warner, who noted in a statement, Republican Senator Jim, I don't know, Inhofe, 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 Einhofe. I I tried, y'all, that was four, right? Also blasted the veto. And yada yada political public controversy. Reuters, U.S. stocks, Wall Street ends higher as investors bet on the recovery. Remember, um, you know, neighborhood people who shoot dice. People like bet he don't six, bet he don't eight. Side bets, side bets. Uh, the S and P 500 closed in positive territory today as an expected stimulus deal. And falling jobless claims prompted investors to put their money into sectors most likely to benefit from the economy reopening when it recovers from the global health crisis. Economically economically vulnerable cyclical stocks, which are battered by mandated shutdowns and stand to benefit most from economic recovery, were outperforming. The rotation into cyclicals reflects a growing confidence in recovery from the vid recession and began in fits and starts after promising late-stage vaccine data was released in November. Sounds great. Bets. Oh, we got some hopes. Y'all want some hopes? See if I can find y'all some dreams. I got some hopes for you, though. Wall Street Journal. U.S. government bond yields rise on post-Brexit trade deal hopes. U.S. government Bond prices fell today as investors reacted to signs that 
UK and European Union officials were closing in on a new trade accord that would avoid tariffs being imposed at the start of the next year. In recent trading, the yield on the benchmark for the 10-year U.S. Treasury note was 0.960%. Why, why the zero? 0.96%. According to TradeWeb, compared with 0.917% Tuesday. Yields just rise when bond prices fall initially declined early in the overnight sessions after President Trump criticized the roughly $900 billion bid relief package passed by Congress, raising questions about whether he may or may not veto the joint. He did. He did. He did. But, you know, hey, hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. Reuters. COVID bill delay leaves millions of desperate Americans in limbo. Millions of families on the cusp of eviction about to lose unemployment benefits. That's Reuters. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to fly through this. What we got? New York Times. New signs of economic distress emerge as Trump imperils a deal. A decline in consumer income and spending poses a further challenge to the recovery as jobless claims remain high. And benefits approach cutoff. That's New York Times, Wall Street Journal, U.S. household spending drops for the first time in seven months. Can you believe it? I couldn't believe it. Household spending dropped for the first time in seven months and layoffs remained elevated as a surge in vid cases weighed on economic recovery. After going on a shopping spree this summer, consumers closed their wallets last month, cutting spending by a quarter of a percent. The Commerce Department, oh, it's almost half a percent, my bad. The Commerce Department said today they cut spending on services such as restaurant meals, as well as purchases of goods, including big ticket items like cars and appliances. Household incomes also took a hit as the effects of federal aid programs put in place earlier this week, earlier this year fade. Household income, measuring what Americans received in wages, investment returns, and government aid, fell 1.1%, the third drop in four months. In the aggregate, households are decently positioned to spend. Sure, household income remains up 2% from February, the month before the pandemic crashed. The economy and American savings are historically high levels, yet millions remain unemployed, and a new wave of bid Infections this fall prompted states and cities to order businesses to close or scale back operations. And that is not helping the pocketbooks. I threw that in there. That wasn't on there. I'm moving forward. Reuters.com. U.S. economy is losing speed as year winds down. The number of Americans filing first-time claims for unemployment benefits unexpectedly fell last week. Ooh. Though remaining elevated as more businesses face restrictions and consumers hunker down amid an explosion of new cases of the vid. The raging pandemic and delays by Congress to approve another rescue package are sapping energy from the economy as the curtain closes down on a brutal year. Other data today showed consumer spending dropping in November for the first time since the recovery from the recession that started in May. Spending was depressed by a plunge in income. I mean, who would have thought? You lose money, you stop spending? 
Even housing, the economy's star performer, is getting tired with sales of new single-family homes tumbling to a five-month low in November. The reports followed on the heels of data from Tuesday showing consumer confidence slumping to a four-month low in December. They bolstered analysts' predictions of a sharp slowdown in growth in the fourth quarter after fiscal stimulus led to a historic surge in gross domestic product in the third quarter. Quote, the economy lost momentum in November, end quote. This is Chris Lowe, chief economist at FHN Financial in New York. Initial claims for state unemployment benefits fell 89000 to a seasonally adjusted 803000 for the week ended December 19th. The Labor Department said economists polled by Reuters had forecast 885,000 applications in the latest week. Yikes. The United States is being battered by a new wave of the bid. More than $3 trillion in government aid led to 33.4% annualized GDP growth rate in the third quarter following 31.4% pace of contraction in April and June. Dang. So, Man, it grew at 33.4% and then contracted 31.4%. So, man, $3 trillion just put 2% in GDP? That's it? Man, that's a little, Ouch. Though jobless claims have dropped from a record 6,867,000 in March, they remain above their 665,000 peak during the 2007-2009 Great Recession. Some economists attributed the surprise drop in claims last week to states cracking down on fraud. <laughs> claims are also volatile this time of year. Quote, the labor market is still much worse than it was before the pandemic, and the pace of improvement has slowed since the summer. End quote. This is Gus Foucher, chief economist at PNG Financial in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. U.S. stocks were higher. The dollar slipped against the basket of currencies. U.S. Treasury prices fell a second report from the commerce department showed consumer spending which accounts for more than two-thirds of the united states economic activity fell 0.4 percent in november after gaining three percent so you gained three and lost four ouch consumers cut back on purchases of goods like new motor vehicles clothing and footwear offsetting increases in spending on food and beverages from supermarkets and liquor stores. Man, y'all eating and drinking, huh? They also slashed spending at restaurants and bars as well as on accommodation and household electricity and gas. I don't know about you, man, but we paying this electric bill, baby. I'm cutting off my joint. My daughter don't have Wi-Fi, boy. I'm getting uh, I'm getting handled. Personal income decreased 1.1% in November, pulled down. By the expiration of a government loan program for businesses hit by the vid there were also declines in vid related government payments to farmers and ranchers man we've been starved as well as unemployment subsidies it was the fifth drop in income in seven months baby as a result americans dipped into savings the savings rate fell to a still high 12.9 percent from 13.6 percent in october with consumer spending weak, inflation remained muted. The personal consumption expenditures, or PCE, price index, excluding like, remember I told y'all when they talk about when they talk about like you know inflation numbers and and price index and stuff, they tell you straight up. Look, uh, the personal consumption expenditures price index, excluding the volatile food and energy components, 
still increased 1.4%. So we're not including how much you're paying for food, and we're not including how much you pay for energy. That includes energy, includes gasoline, includes um, your electricity. It includes, you know, if you use natural gas at your home, all that. Your energy costs and your food costs are not included in inflation or in personal consumption expenditures. (laughs) Man, what? The so-called core PCE index is the preferred inflation measure for the Federal Reserve's 2% target, a flexible average. Oh, my God. Slap someone in the mouth. I'd be arrested. I, man, I couldn't handle it. You know, in, in, in Washington or anywhere close to it, man, I, they be playing with me too much. Y'all playing with my intelligence over here talking about this craziness. With the solar winds hack, suspected Russian hackers again flex Moscow's spycraft muscle. Pay attention. You know, they... they they pointed out, for as far as I'm concerned, for China and Russia, even Iran, you know, China, Russia, Iran. I'm telling you, watch these countries, China, Russia, Iran, and then you can even add Syria in there. Syria, write it down. Remember what I said, and not because I, would, I told you so, but just because, this, man, that's what's popping, like for real. doesn't matter. China, Russia, Iran, and Syria. Pay attention. Cyber intrusion sends a message to the West that years of sanctions haven't deterred Russia's security apparatus from conducting broad-based operations, analysts say. In September, Russian President Vladimir Putin proposed a reset of U.S.-Russia relations in information security, calling for a truce to prevent incidents in cyberspace. Now, U.S. officials have accused Moscow of carrying out one of the worst ever hacks of federal computer systems ever, penetrating the heart of the American government and ensnaring thousands of private companies. While the hack so far appears to fall short of a destructive cyber attack, I guess, the use of stealthy tradecraft and a never-before-seen digital toolkit serves as a potent reminder of Russia's cyber capabilities and its willingness to use them at scale, analysts say. So you got analysts pointing fingers at Russia. Mm-hmm. The range of targets from the Departments of Commerce, State and Homeland Security to the National Institutes of Health could provide Russian leaders with indispensable intelligence and secrets that can be used at a later stage. Ultimately, the hack signals to the West that years of international sanctions haven't hampered Russia's global ambitions or deterred its security apparatus from conducting broad-based operations with impunity, analysts say. Quote, it's always good to sneak into the systems and collect some intelligence that you can use in the future. It's classical, industrial, and political espionage. End quote. This is Andrei Soldatov, an expert and author on Russia's spy agency. Man, pop pop off, son. And CNN politics, FBI accuses Iran of threatening U.S. election officials. Iranian cyber actors were behind online death threats targeting U.S. election officials. The FBI announced Tuesday, I'm sorry, today, not Tuesday, today. <laughs> officials said individuals associated, associated, excuse me, with the Iranian regime operated multiple websites following the election, including one titled Enemies of the People, which contained personal information and photos of the government and private sector officials involved in managing the 2020 U.S. election. Dang. Among those targeted online were Christopher Krebs, 
The former head of the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, a person familiar with the FBI's investigation, told CNN. Krebs made news in the aftermath of the 2020 election by publicly refuting false claims by President Donald Trump and other Republican officials that there were mass voter fraud associated with the election. After fact-checking conspiracy theories being pushed by Trump, Krebs was fired from his position at the Department of Homeland Security. The online targeting of Krebs by Iranian cyber actors was first reported by the Washington Post, which also identified FBI Director Christopher Wray as one of the U.S. government officials targeted online. Um, I'm going to stop there, but, you know, that's not, you know, that's not nothing. It's not anything to, you know, not paying attention to. How about that? There you go. That's how I feel. It's, um... It's something I'm paying attention to, and I'm paying attention to, you know, the talk and uh, all of the posturing and, and the disclosures that are being made about these specific, you know, actors, namely Iran and Russia and China. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to spook anybody, but it's definitely something to pay attention to. So that's what that's it for current events. 100% appreciate y'all. Um, welcome to the foundation. I'm gonna talk about you know my position on how why I say without private trust, secure party means nothing. You know, and like I said, I'm gonna qualify this by saying I'm only talking about with um, true and not you know some non-substantiated it works for like maybe three or four years and then you get popped off and no one knows where you are for you know 90 90 months or something like that because you're in the bing but you know I'm talking about as far as alleged tax mitigation we're talking about tax mitigation we're talking about asset protection I'm not talking about anything, you know, political. I'm not talking about anything with regards to federal prisons or state prisons or, or um, you know, jails or, you know, anything like that. I'm not, we're not talking about with regards to status. I want to qualify what I'm saying off top. You know, because, you know, secure party uh, is, you know, putting on record and putting notice in the public record of the existing agreements between the living, breathing and the, you know, the debtor. So, you know, I'm not saying secure party means nothing. I'm saying without, without private trust, what you going to do, what you going to do. So let me, let me paint a picture for you. Um, a lot of every, a lot of people, a lot of people are into this secure party stuff, you know, and a lot of people want to talk to me about secure party, even though I don't even talk about this stuff. And I'll tell them without private trust, secure party creditor means nothing. And I feel like a lot of people presume that I'm, quote, hating or something like that. And I'm not. I'm really not. I'm, re- I'm really not. And I- I'll tell you this. You can, you can, if you can get a hold of them, <laughs> you can ask uses. Like, hey, man, what, what is a secure party without a trust? If I don't have a trust, how does that affect, you know, secure party and, you know, set off and whatnot? And listen to what he says. And that's why the foundation, when we over here on the foundation, pretty much all I talk about is trust. 
LLCs, some business credit, stuff like that. But come on, man. Come on. So let me paint a picture for you, right? And we're presumed to know these things as, you know, being, uh, you know, listeners, followers, members of the foundation, however, you know, trust, whatever. When it comes to doing business in the commercial realm, because you understand it's a realm, it's a jurisdiction. And if you don't, you got to study a little bit. But when it comes to doing business in the commercial realm, the public, the state, the state understands and knows that you come from an uninformed family, which means through that lack of knowledge or through that ignorance, without a state entity created for you, you wouldn't know how to interface in the commercial realm. You'd likely starve to death. You wouldn't know how to open a bank account. You wouldn't know how to transact in Federal Reserve notes because that is the system since 1933. No one accepts gold and silver. You can't walk into a store and just you know try to give them some some a piece of gold. Or you can give them some silver in you know silver coinage pre 1964, but they're not going to give you the value of the actual precious metal. They're just going to give you 25 cents if it's a quarter, half dollar if it's 50 cents, and that's how it works. So this 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 system. This this commercial realm that exists that we were born into, all of us, all of us, we were all born into this commercial system. And there was a um, certificate of live birth that was filled out by your mother, and you know maybe your mother and your father, but more than likely just your mom, because you know dads, you know we. We'd be in there, and then afterwards we'll go out and get some coffee. We may go, you know, go for a, go for a drive. Go make sure you know so and so's taken care of. Maybe the other children they're good, whatever. So the mom is usually there. And a lot of times they try to don't don't get me started. Anyways, since this certificate of live birth or this this form was filled out for application of birth certificate. The, the state is now put on notice that it is necessary for an entity to be created so that this 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 child that is born is able to do business in the public. Now, of course, the benefit to the public, the benefit to the state is that they're able, the state is able, the state itself, the creature known as the state is able to kind of vampire off your labor, your energy that you you that is required to administer this entity that is given to you by the state. But back to the certificate of live birth or you know the application for the certificate of live birth. The fact that that was filled out and submitted and then it was filed, they know, okay, these these people come from an uninformed family. And now people be like, well, the public they, they cheated and they lied and it's, it's de facto government and don't understand that you have the common law right to contract unlimited and you have the ability to contract yourself into inferior positions that you don't like, but you can still do it, whether it's through ignorance or whatever. It happens all the time. Please believe what I'm saying. So all this anger, all this, ah, man, let it go. Just let it go. Keep it moving. But or not do do your dance. But, you know, 
the bottom line is is that due to the fact that this application was submitted for the birth certificate or certificate of live birth or whatever it is, you know, it proves or substantiates the fact that this is an un- uninformed family. And because they're uninformed, due to their lack of being informed or, or having certain knowledge without the creation of this public entity known as the individual evidenced by a birth certificate, these people will not know how to, on their own, privately interface with the public, title property, title vehicles, get jobs, open bank accounts. This is required in this specific commercial realm, in this legislative system that exists because the Constitution allowed um, Congress to legislate commerce. And they commoditized everything. You can buy dirt, you can buy soy, soybeans, you can buy gold, you can buy wood, you can buy, you can buy, you can buy anything. Everything's for sale in this system. And most people don't understand that. But what other people don't understand is that birth certificate is not you and it's not yours. It's not you and it's not yours. Oh, it has my name on it. I'm going to capture the straw man and I'm going to put the straw in trust and da, 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 da. I'm about to straight up crunch some bunions right now, pancake some toes right here on the air, you know, and call this, you know, whatever kind of, you know, uh, the seasonal, the, 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 the solstice, the, the, the equinox, whatever you want to call it, man. But the fact the fact of the matter is is that you do not capture the straw fool. You're tripping. I got my nine eight number. I'm so tired of hearing this stuff. And not because I'm tired of hearing it, I'm tired of being presented with the evidence of the ignorance of my people who are actively investigating this type of information. You want to talk about what it is, secure party. You, you're putting on record the, the private agreements between you and the debtor, the individual. Boom. Then you're lodging a, a bond with the treasury or private bond with the treasury. A lot of people use the birth certificate, but that's not the only thing you got to use. As long as it's accepted, and I'm not going to get into all this because I don't really talk about this right here. But this leads me, we're, we're getting to the point that I'm trying to make. You know, I'm leading, I got to lead y'all down the road, right? It's not you, it's not yours. It has a state seal on the top of that certificate. And you finna put that public paper, that public commercial paper into a private trust. And public and private don't mix. It, bl- it blows my mind. You know the rules of the game? Yeah. What's the rules of the game? Public and private don't mix. There is no money. Stay in honor at all costs and do not participate in public controversy. So you know the rules of the game? Yeah. So what you going to do? I'm going to put, I'm going to capture the straw and put it in my private 9-8 number. Gouge my eyes out. Gouge them. Gouge my eyes out. I'm going to tell you, 
I'm going to tell you straight up. Tuck your toes. You set up the secure party process, secure party creditor for set off and discharge. Set off and discharge. Set off and discharge the debts in the name of the debtor or an individual. Right? So you're going to set off, you're going to discharge your mortgage. You're going to discharge your um your student loans, you're going to discharge your car. I'm going to go I'm going down to the dealership and tell them that I need the purchase order. The original purchase order, and I'm okay. Cool, 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 cool beans. Your secure party creditor, you figured out set off and discharge, set off and recruitment. You figured it all out. You figured it out. You figured it out. Oh, I ain't never been paid. So I'm gonna set this debt off with this corresponding debt. You figured it out. You got it all down pat. You figured it out. All right. So you paid off the house. I paid off the house. You did. You discharged your 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 um your student loans. Discharge, man. Set them off, bro. So I set them off, bro. Nice. You discharged the car. Set it off, bro. I set it off. So. All right. Cool. 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 You know what? I discharged my mama house, man. Cause I'm a good man. I t- I'm gonna know, but I take care of my mama. I'm gonna take care of my mama. I discharged my mama house, man. Nice. That's what's up, man. That's dope, man. Cool. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I worked so hard, you understand? And, you know, a lot of weak gurus, and I appreciate you, Pancake and Toes, because you and you should fail, and I'm thinking, you know, random thoughts. Chestnuts and what kind of lotion I want to get later. That's what I started thinking. I don't, you know. I got one question for you. All you dischargers, all you secure party creditors, and executors of the public, you are an executor, you an executor of the public estate, of a public estate, you the executor. Do you have all of the documentation with regards to that entity and its administration? It's, you got a birth certificate, you got a certificate. So you got basically a beneficial certificate, right? Do you have the entire trust indenture or its equivalent? Or you just got this, this certificate and you run around. Okay, but look, you, you you set it off. You discharged every set it off. Discharged it. Discharged it. Okay, cool. Who owns the stuff now? Who owns it? What? Who owns it? It's paid off, right? Yeah. Who owns it? Where is it titled? Oh, it's in my name. It's in your It's in my oh. What name? It's in what name? It's in that public all capital name with the state seal on top of it. Oh, my bad. It's in an LLC name with the, you know, a state seal on that. State certificate on the LLC paperwork. There's a state seal on that. Oh, my bad. You got a co- I got a corporation. I'll deal with LLCs. Same thing. I got a partnership. Same thing. I put it in my revocable trust that my lawyer set up. Good luck. What are you going to do? You set off everything. You got four, pro- you got five properties, right? You got five properties. You, you set them off. You, you discharge, man, you got, you got a 30-unit apartment building player. You're doing your dance. 
crunching bunions, pancaking toes. This pan, this man stomping. You own like four apartment buildings. You know what I mean? Two two triplexes, four duplexes. You bought your mama a house, discharged her joint. It's all paid for. It's all paid for. How you gonna protect it? You know, there's people, there's people for real. There's people who are very familiar with law, and they 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 go because it's 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 public knowledge. They go and they search property records for your name. To see how many properties they have in your name, in that in that all capital letter name. You got thirty properties, bro. You got four apartment buildings. You're doing it. There's, there's people. There's people that do. There's there's rings of people, man. You think I'm playing? The crime is cold. It'll be a guy and a girl, and then you know this little teenager, and you think they would all, you know, oh one one's a witness, and man, it was you got you just got stung. And here's the scenario: oh, this person got a lot of property. I don't see any any mortgages. You know, because you can you can you can pull the name of the property, the county records, right? You can do this online. And then you can pull the um, but you can you got to pay for it. You can pull the records of the county recorder and see if there is a secure a secure party on there. If there's a mortgager, and if there ain't no mortgage on there, you know that's free and clear, or you can assume it's free and clear, and it's in the name of an individual. Oh, there's nothing to come up. You know, slip and fall, slip and fall. Oh, 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 oh I hurt myself. Slip, slip. You got all this property, you have this assets, you know. It raises your probability of being audited by the IRS. And then anything that you own can be taxed to you or litigated away from you. And then we haven't even talked about succession. We haven't even talked about how you're gonna pass those properties to your heirs with avoiding probate and death tax and inheritance tax and generation skipping taxes and all you know what? So if you make it, if you make it through your whole life with all this wealth, all this wealth in the all capital name, if you make it, if you make it your whole life without being sued, without being hit with a bunch of audits and, and, and IRS fees and penalties and interest and all this other stuff, if you make it, and let's say, let's say you have a will, so you don't die intestate, so let's say... You know, the probate isn't, you know, but you say you have a will. There's there's inheritance tax. There's death tax. There's generation skipping tax. You pay tax on your income your whole life. Purchase assets with the income that you paid the taxes on already. And then when you pass the assets to your heirs in the public that you purchase with after-tax income, they, they, your heirs are taxed on the value of the assets that's passed to them. It's called an inheritance tax. Look it up. A lot of states have death taxes. Tax your death. You died, oh, you got to pay some taxes, bro. Your estate. Oops. Some of y'all have been a, in a family, you know. I'm sorry. Some of y'all are in a family, you know, and you've had someone in your family pass away. And you've, you, some of y'all have had to deal with debt collectors trying to collect on the debts of the deceased. The stress of having someone calling you up while, while you're trying to mourn 
your family member, your mother, your father, your uncle or something, and they're calling the house, they're calling the number, trying to, trying to talk about some money, talk about some debts. That's the public. That's a secure party right there with no, with no private trust. And see, here's the thing. Part of the process of secure party creditor is obtaining a foreign EIN, and people say, my 988 number. My, I'm going to tell y'all, 98 is the prefix of the nine-digit employer identification number that signifies a foreign trust. Look it up. Go look it up. I'm lying. I'm, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm insane. I, ain't got no, I got two brain cells, and they fight each other. And one day one's right, and the other day the other one's right, and I'll, you know, whatever. Nine eight nine eight number. It's not yours. It's an employee identification number, and the nine eight prefix designates a foreign trust. If in the process, if in the secure party process itself, part of the process is obtaining an EIN for a private foreign trust, how is a secure party predator? Uh, secure party predator secure party look man secured party creditor process anything without a private trust how tell me how tell me how i got my nine number my nine eight number i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna capture the straw i'm gonna put it in i'm gonna put it into my, my private trust people running around with a foreign ein for foreign trust which, by the way, foreign is because it's contract and it owes its existence to the execution of a private contract and not to legislation. It does not owe its existence to legislation, which is why it is foreign. How your bunions feel? A lot, so many people got my 98 number. Cool. Do you have a trust indenture? What? Do you have a trust indenture? by which it has all the powers and abilities of the trust and the trustees. is crafted to, the, to a point to where every jurisdictional element and um, power element is substantiated within the contract itself. And the jurisdiction invoked and evidence in the private contract is obvious without a doubt or contradiction foreign to the state legislation. Because if you don't have that, you just have a, an EIN. You, what are you going to do with it? Oh, my nine, well, you think your 98 number is your, your, the, the, the number that you use instead of your social security number now? That's not true. EIN for a trust. You give them an EIN for a trust or any employer identification number and tell them that it's a social security number, that's actually fraud. You know damn, you know it's not a social security number. You know it's an EIN. You know it starts with 9-8. I've heard people do it and they say it works, but but I'm saying, if you what you 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 travel 
from the beginning of your life to the end of your life. At a certain time in your life, you perfect or come to a certain level of perfection when it comes to the exchange of your energy for maximum benefit to you or what you think is you. And throughout your life, you acquire these assets, you acquire money, you acquire real estate. You acquire things that we know that we cannot bring with us. I was not created. I wasn't born. The, the state did not birth me. I didn't, I didn't pop out of the birth canal of the state. I wasn't fed. The state didn't feed me at its bosom. The state didn't help me, you know, build my companies. Hey, 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 go get the door. It's the state rep. The state rep comes up the stairs. Hey, man, you need help today? We're going to help you, you know, get your company together. We're going to help you maximize your profits. I didn't get no help. No IRS person came to help me. And if I'm generating income off the exchange of my labor in a subjugated position because I'm using an individual entity and I have to get wages and have to pay taxes on wages, and then I purchase the things and the assets and the things that I want, and enjoying my life with after-tax income, why would it be taxed when I pass that asset to my heir, man? It's like double dipping. It's like, you you, you know, you're sharing some sauce, you dip the nugget in the sauce, you take a bite, got your lips all on and stuff, teeth, and you dip it in the sauce again. The part where you bit on it. Come on, man. That's that's your sauce now. I, I didn't know you needed that much sauce. I don't, I'm not using it. But you about to double tax? That's double taxation, hands down. I, I'm not with that. Maybe y'all with that. Maybe y'all cool with that. Maybe y'all cool with just being secure party and you know having the UCC file with the private agreement and the whole harmless and the security and just being like, yo, I'm a secure party. That's not me. That's the individual, and I'm separating. I got my passport, no social, and that could be cool. And maybe, you know, maybe you're cool with this, you know, world economic forum. You, you know, you will own nothing and be happy. You just rent everything. I'm not cool with that. I'm I'm more on some, you know, I work really hard at, you know, my studies. I work really hard and, I, you know, I give my all with regards to the things that I do, you know, when when it comes to clients, when it comes to trustees, when it comes to um, those I'm consulting. I mean, when it comes to sweeping the floor, man, I'm doing, you know, my best. And to me, that translates with if I'm going to do all that, I'm, I'm going to, it is my responsibility to ensure that as much is passed on as possible and call, call it the trustee in me, the fiduciary in me or something. But you know, you you know, I'm not I'm not throwing no shade. SPC is very, very, very important. It, it's valid, but it just it it only addresses the issue of that individual entity, that birth certificate with the state seal on it and the registrar signature and stuff. None none of your family members' signatures are on there. None of your Family seals is on there. Private seals, nothing. All public. 
that's with dealing with that. That's the separating the leaving and the breathing from that entity. But where are you going to how? And in what name? What entity, public or private, are you going to title your assets? Are you going to allow your estate to go through probate or your public estate? Because you administer a public estate. It's called the individual. You were an administrator. You just don't know it. And you don't act like it. That's why you you become a surety. You become responsible for a lot of the things. That's why, you know, any any anyone, even attorneys and politicians who, you know, are worth or have used their time wisely to study and are noble enough to speak on it will tell you, you know, anyone in federal prison is there voluntarily. So I understand, I understand the need and the requirement to to create this separation. I just am doing my part to articulate the distinction between the public side of correcting your status and the private side of correcting your estate. The public side of correcting your your position with regards to this public entity and its estate and the private side with regards to the erection of your private estate consisting of the business trust, asset trust, family trust, and, and maybe maybe another asset trust. Depending on how many assets you have, you may need multiple asset trusts in your private estate. A lot of heirs come come up and instead of going to work in the public, they will need to, you know, do work in the private and then, you know, contract with a private entity. You may have to, as a board of trustees of your family estate, erect a business trust for that heir, for that beneficiary of the family trust, and then instruct them on the administration so that they don't come under the jurisdiction of the state and therefore be taxed and regulated. Why would you want that? Why would you, if you had a choice to be like, hey, baby, I want you to go out there and make your money and enjoy yourself, you know what I'm saying? And I want you to have the most flexibility and control. So here, use this trust. Or would you going to say, hey, baby, I want you to go out here and do what you do and, you know, make your money and enjoy yourself. And, I, you know, just go and use that state entity. And, you know, they're going to tax you and they're going to regulate you and they might shut you down. But get your money, baby. Because that's what it is. If you if you can't distinguish and understand that you are we are sending our children out in the world, the so-called commercial world, using and administering entities that aren't for their majority benefit, which isn't for the majority benefit of our babies. It's not in the majority benefit of our family. And they go into jobs and they hitting glass ceilings and they getting discriminated against and and you know the the manager he don't really care but he just you know in the thing and you go to human resources and they don't really care what's going on because you know they just there to be the buffer between you know the the employees and the, and the managers and stuff and make sure no one gets sued really that's what human resources doing they're trying to make sure the company don't get sued they work for the company not for the employees and we wonder why we so agitated every day. Why we irritated? Why we come home with such attitude, snapping on our family and stuff? Because we in we we're constricted. We're very constricted, and we don't have or possess the proper tools and knowledge to 
reduce the constriction and then ultimately and subsequently come out of that constricted position. There's things you don't know that you don't know. There's known knowns and unknown knowns and unknown unknowns. <laughs> that Rumsfeld dude, I was dying when he said that, but he was telling the truth. You got things you know about. You got things that you know you don't know about. And you got things that you don't know that you don't know about. And, you know, it's time. We're about to go into 2021. Got a whole bunch of stuff going on. The world is weird, crazy. Stuff is out of control. But the things that you can control is the setting up of your private trust estate. Making sure that you're avoiding probate, death death tax, inheritance tax, uh, generation skipping tax. You know, all of these things. Litigation, Certain types of specific taxations, you're going to avoid all of this. You're going to rest easy. You're going to feel better. And, you know, who knows? You might even be inspired to maybe reduce your hours a little bit so that you can put times more towards your family business. I feel like a lot of people don't start businesses because they think selfishly. My business, my business. If it's your business, you can do what you want. But if it's the business for the family and you have that level of responsibility, like, man, I'm responsible to set up the family business. I wonder how serious or much more serious it would be taken. Because ultimately, is that what it is? If you start a business and you can't, you can't employ people from your family, your friends or something, you, what? At, at some eventual, you know, point, what are you doing? But you always have those people in the family that as soon as they get up, they try, they try to get away and distance themselves and act like they're different and stuff. But you know what I'm saying? I never forget where I come from. And I assume that you won't either. But I want to be clear. Absolutely clear. Without private trust, secured party creditor means nothing. Means nothing. All the stuff that you own, you don't own it. It's titled in a the, the individual entity, which is a creature of the state. So you over there getting all this energy and, and, and exchanging your energy for Federal Reserve notes or fiat currency and then obtaining, you know, um, goods and services and assets and so on and so forth. And then titling, titling that property, titling them assets and that property in the name of the individual, man. In the name of the public entity, man. Man. And uh, it's crazy that people don't see it. It's crazy to me that people... You're going to discharge all that stuff. Where, where are you going to title it? That's my question. You're going to discharge all that stuff? Discharge it. Set it off. Set it off. Cool. Okay, now... Who owns it now? What? Where's the title? What? Where are you going to put it? Oh, you know, well, oh, oh, well, I don't, oh. Y'all ain't never read no cases, man. Y'all ain't never read cases. I'm telling you. you. People just be talking. You ain't read no cases. You ain't, you ain't went and sat in the court and watched how it went down. You ain't dealt with, you ain't dealt in court. That's not how it works. That's not how it works at all. And, um, you know, there's two sides to every coin. 
We know public and private don't mix. So there's a distinction between public and private, correct? All right. So SPC is the public side. Private contract trust is the private side. Most people focus on that one side of the coin. Want to stay? Don't really. You don't really want to go private. You just want to be able to spend money. You just want to be able to buy whatever you want to buy. You want. You just want to be in a better position, an economic position in the public. You don't want to go private. You just want to have. You want to have more. If you if you had like a million five right now in your bank account, would you be tripping on going private and discharge and stuff? Probably not. You don't care. And if you do. Email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com And allow us to help you set up your private estate Your private contract entities, business trust, asset trust, family trust The system of interrelating trust mitigates your taxation Trust governed by the contract itself and not governed by legislation Setting up the bank account, titling vehicles, titling assets, titling property all in a private contractual entity that is not governed by the state. Once executed, it becomes a federal entity and not under the law of any of the several legislatures. No state governance. Allowable deductions according to the contract indenture. It's it's simple once you get into it. It's just kind of hard to kind of flip your mind. You know, it's, it's a paradigm shift. Paradigm P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M Paradigm You know It's going from one way of thinking Or doing a thing To a complete other It's like if you walked outside in the morning You know tomorrow Or whatever to go to work And it was pitch dark And you expect it to be light It's a paradigm shift Like oh man it's, it's dark during the day Okay I'm going to have to get used to that It's called a paradigm shift It's necessary. It's absolutely necessary. You got to do different things to get different results. How old are you? How old are you? Yep. And are you happy with the results that you've received from your actions and intentions overall, economically? If not, you got to do something different. You can't keep doing the the same thing, expecting a different result. That's not how it works. Nope. Nope. And, you know, y'all know my story. I mean, most of y'all do, right? And it's, it's just, I, you know, I want to do business with my people. I, 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 I want to, you know, I want my great-grandchildren to be filthy rich and be kicking it with your great-grandchildren because they're filthy rich. And then just by happenstance one day they may find out that their ancestors knew each other oh your grandfather knew my granddaddy dang it's a small world huh pull out pictures and stuff you know it's gonna be pulling up pulling out the cloud that's what they're gonna do pulling selfies out the cloud oh that's your granddaddy you look like him he didn't want to talk to you trust That's what's up. Or not. It's up to you. 100% up to you. You know, offer an acceptance. 
you know, free will, 100% respected. But, you know, is time running out? I don't know. All I know is I've been teaching and educating brothers and sisters with regards to trust administration for coming up on five years. Five years. I think five years next week or five years and nine days. I will have been straight up teaching trust administration. And I will tell you this. In the last year, year and a half, I've been dealing with trustees who are having a lot of pushback and issues opening their trust bank accounts lately. It's, it's becoming more and more prevalent that trustees are getting pushback on opening tr- trust bank accounts. It's also become more prevalent that since, you know, I started teaching trust administration, the, um, the operators at the Philadelphia campus of the um, Internal Revenue Service that those ones who issue foreign EINs, 9-8 numbers, they have like this new script where they're asking more in-depth questions. They're hanging up on people. They're refusing to give out the EINs. Things are changing. Things are changing. Hands down, fam. This ain't no spooky mix spook spook. I'm out here pancake and toes 100% crunching your bunions and I'm telling you nothing stays the same everything changes everything changes but the only thing that you can count on is the validity of the contract entity not being questioned and that no state can pass any law impairing the obligation of contract no state can pass any law impairing the obligation of contract. Family, if the contract says it, then that's what it is. That's what it is. So, you know, like I said, I am not in any way, shape, or form taking shots or saying that there's anything insignificant with regards to SPC. What I am saying is SPC without private trust it's like a one-sided coin. Don't nobody want it. Don't nobody want it. Or it's like a half a dollar bill. You tore in half, and you're trying to walk up to the counter and buy something, and they like one dollar, and you give them one half of a note. That's what SPC without private trust is. And like I said, y'all can go look. And those of you who've done, who've been through the process, no, I'm not lying. Part of the process is obtaining a foreign EIN. You're supposed to exchange the assets into the trust, the private trust that no state can pass any law impairing the contract of. Fam, that's what people are missing. That's what you're missing. Connect the dots, fam. Click, click. And then teach your heirs how to properly administer the entities so that any assault on the estate can be successfully repelled due to proper administration, substantiation, and procedure when it comes to, you know, making claims in the courts and whatnot. 
And that's what it is. Um, let me check. We got any callers? I'm about to wrap up. I don't know what else to say. You know, I'm. What else? Just rewind it, man. You know, it's, if if you think I'm lying, I would love to hear from you. If you're like, yo, so actually, there is a situation where, you know, SPC is everything, and you don't need the private trust. I would love to understand. I really enjoy being corrected. Intelligently corrected. I don't look at it as punishment or or as, as someone coming at me or 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 trying to you know I don't look at it like that. I love being corrected. I love learning. I love being wrong because I'm learning something. So if you think that I'm coming completely out of left field and this dude is tripping, talking about SPC is nothing without trust. How dare he make this frivolous claim, man? Holler at me, man. Admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. 100%. Let's talk about it. Let's let's discuss. I'll call you. Straight up. And we can, we can get it down. But, you know, that's it. That's that's all I got. That's it. I'm not even telling I didn't even tell people to call in. We streaming right now. I'm not even going to take any callers. I'm out of here. This is what I wanted to say on this show. Without private trust, secure party creditor means nothing. It means nothing. What you gonna do? Good luck. You just you just made the state that you passed in and the state that you got sued in and the IRS a whole bunch of bread off your energy. Oh, hundred million dollars. That hundred million dollars that you know, that's yours. Why why would your heirs have to be taxed on the receipt of their inheritance. You think you man, y'all need to y'all need to just do some research. Just trust me though. Just trust me. I, I have your best interest at heart. I really do. You know, I really do. So, you know, think about it. If you you know if you have contrary opinions, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com, I would love to be corrected. But, you know, through my studies, I've come to this conclusion. Um and I think, you know, my deductions are pretty sound. So without private trust, SPC means nothing. 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 Who cares? Get your energy out the public. Put your energy, focus the majority of energy in the private to your family. To your family. That's where it's supposed to be going. They tricked us, man. They tricked us by getting us to expend most of our energy in the public and not in the private. We go home and give it, give each other attitudes and stuff for the la- for two hours and then go to sleep and get up and go back to work. It's all bad. Let's do some change. And with that being said, I trust that you enjoyed the show. It's another one, you know, um, I think, what is this? This is the last one of the year, baby. So, you know, say something corny like, catch you next year. <laughs> But you know, I trust you had a great year. It's been weird. It's been it's been whack. It's been um um concerning. In some ways it's it's been scary. And you know, I'm not uh too gangster to admit that, you know, there's been tight times where I've been scared and, and have dealt in fear, you know, with regards to what's going on. And per- mostly it's it's de- with regards to my my fears and concerns of the people I can I care about and that I love. You know, but you know, I fight it as you should. And the only way to fight fear, in my opinion, is with knowledge. 
So I continue to seek, you know, truth every day. And I encourage that you do as well. And, you know, um, look and work to be accountable. Um, accountability does feel like an attack when you're when you're trying to hold people accountable for their actions and they're not ready to be accountable for their actions. You know, but the best way to start holding other people accountable is you hold yourself accountable and then you kind of lead by example. But like I said, with that being said, you know, y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. You know, ponder and think about what I said. You know, it's another year and, and you know, in the books. And, you know, I, I want your next year and subsequent years to be the best years of your life. And, you know, I, I do I do do truly believe that I got the sauce. I can throw a juice pack at you, hit you with the juice. And, uh, you know, if you're interested, add me at welcome to the foundation.com. Y'all have a great night. Have a great week. If you celebrate, happy holidays. Uh, you know, I'm just going to say that, you know, across all faiths, all denominations, all colors, all creeds. Don't matter. Enjoy your holidays with your families, man, with the people that you care about, with those that you love. You know, just just chill. You here, you made it. You love them, they love you. Kick back. You know what I'm saying? Depending on your climate, drink some eggnog. That stuff is gross. I don't know how people drink that stuff, but drink it anyways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna drink some water. And you know, ponder, think about, make some new, you know, resolutions. What are you gonna do differently next year? What are you going to do that you've been putting off? And then also, what are you going to do next year to satisfy and um, make proud that little you who had all those dreams and all that potential and knew exactly what they wanted to do? And along the way, we all kind of get you know lost in the sauce with regards to who we're going to be, how we're going to be, and what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. But we can always start making, the, you know, taking the steps back to, you know, honoring and respecting that little you, you know, the fearless little you, the one who, you know, the world was was at your front door and the wind was at your back. And you saw the disgust and the weirdness in the world, but you're either going to change it or not be a part of it. And how, how much did you succeed? And how much did you fail? And then what can you do to change it and do something better? So new commercial year coming up. Y'all enjoy yourself. You say stay safe. Don't drink too much. Don't eat too much. Be careful. You know, if you're in the climbing, you got ice. Don't be slipping down the stairs and hurting yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it. But, you know, enjoy yourself. As always, take care of yourself. Before you go to sleep, 10 things you're thankful for before you go to sleep every night. Before you go to sleep And I appreciate y'all I love y'all I'll catch y'all on the next show You know what I'm saying And with that I'll, I'll be here next year You know what I mean Definitely I love y'all Enjoy it And you know man Get up Do something Do something different Come on man But in the meantime Shout out to you and uh, I'll catch you here. Same spot. Peace to God. High frequency radio. We're doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.